Don't miss the magic and the men behind Cain and Abel Talking Tricks live. We'll be at the following places. We'll be at the Brighton Fringe Festival on May the 4th, 5th, 6th and 31st, going into June the 1st and 2nd at the other place. We'll be at the Hastings Comedy Fringe on the 14th of June. We'll be at Kendall Calling on the 26th, 27th, 28th of July and in Edinburgh for the whole of August. Go to www.kenenablemagic.com for more. Hello and welcome to Talking Tricks with Kane and Abel, two magicians with the exact same voice. Just Lawrence here today, as is becoming a bit of a habit. And um, we've got a very interesting episode for you. We're going to be previewing the SAMS convention and we're going to be talking to the president of, uh, of SAMS in a few minutes. But before then, uh, huge news in the world of magic, uh, terrible, shocking news that's happened. And I just kind of felt as someone that's doing a podcast aimed at the world of magic, comedy, circus and variety, it, it would almost be a little bit strange not to mention and start with the unbelievably sad news that Anthony Owen has died aged just 47. Anthony was described as an unsung genius by Darren Brown, whose TV and stage shows he worked on. His early TV work included Paul Daniels' Secrets, and he was behind the amazingly popular and fantastic um, show Monkey Magic, which created instant TV stars in Pete Furman, Jonathan Goodwin, and Alistair Cook. Whilst at Objective Productions, he oversaw a lot of amazing magic shows and was really, really fundamental in getting magic on TV. Uh, Barry and Stewart's TV work, Help My Supply, Teacher is Magic, Now You See It, Killer Magic, just a few of the TV shows that he was instrumental in. Uh, ben Hart, who of course was in Killer Magic, has described him as having a life-changing impact on him and being the single most significant person in his development as a performer and magician and an incredibly bright and consistent friend. Uh, Dynamo has uh, said he's absolutely gutted to hear of the passing of a true pioneer in magic and television. This is a sad day. His work inspired magicians all over the world, including myself, who will be greatly missed sending love to his family at this time. And John Lenahan, who Anthony uh, helped run the Monday Night Magic with, said he had never had a friend like Anthony. John Archer said he was really sad to hear of the passing of Anthony Owen, a great force in TV magic, always fun to work with. He was kind and supportive. I will miss his random texts and bursts of laughter. Rest in peace, lovely man. Um, one of Anthony's final acts was to judge the Magic Circle Young Magician of the Year competition. And I, I only met him once or twice. And I remember being a little bit nervous before I met him for the first time. We were going in for a, um, a meeting, essentially, with Objective. And I, I was a little bit worried that they might be a bit judgmental and that they knew everything and I, I just found him to be very, very gentle and very kind and and warm and uh, he made the whole experience really pleasant and a hugely important figure in the world of magic, one that will be deeply, deeply missed and our thoughts go out to all of his loved ones. 
You're listening to Talking Tricks, the home of amazing stories from magic, circus, variety, and comedy performers. Here on Talking Tricks, we like to be able to give you in-depth interviews with people from the world of magic, comedy, circus, and variety. And this is very much a magic episode. And in fact, we're going to give you some information and we're going to be previewing the Sam's Convention. And to do this, we're going to use the miracle and the magic of technology and we're going to have a Skype chat with their president, Elliot Bibby. He joins us on Talking Tricks now. The number one podcast for great stories from the world of magic, circus, comedy and variety. You're listening to Talking Tricks. Joining us now on Talking Tricks is the president of the Scottish Association of Magical Societies uh, who are running a convention which we're going to find all, all about. Elliot Bibby joins us down the line. Um, to kick us off though, for those of us that haven't listened to the Elliot Bibby episode of Talking Tricks, um, just give us a brief overview, Elliot, of who you are. Um, hello everybody. Um, it's, uh, yeah, My name's Elliot Bibby. I'm a magician based up in Edinburgh in Scotland. And uh, on my episode of Talking Tricks, we chatted about everything that I was up to. We talked about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, Edinburgh Festival Fringe. We talked about um, my wedding um, sort of magic that I do. And I remember we actually recorded it in a disabled toilet in the National Museum of Scotland. Um, we recorded our episodes and it was near the end of the run of the fringe and we were both very tired and I think I said that I did about 600 weddings a year which um, isn't true I've probably done about 600 in my life so yeah, yeah I, I was I, very tired <laughs> and I, I had to do some careful editing there uh, did you? <laughs> so that we yeah. both didn't sound ridiculous I mean you were like yeah, I do about six hundred a year, and I was like, "No, that sounds like a that sounds like a a, a reasonable number." And you were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is." And I was like, "Yeah, that that should be what it is." And then afterwards, we were both a bit like, "Ah, yeah. <laughs> ah maybe uh, not." Yeah, and then we're talking about all different things. So yeah, go back and listen to that if you get the chance. It's quite interesting. There's a few golden nuggets of information as well for magicians. Yeah, it was a very good, very good episode, very interesting, very informative. The only one we've done that's had that kind of focus on weddings, which I know is something that a lot of people do. It's a lot of things, a lot of people do wrong. A lot of people do the occasional wedding and they're like, oh, I don't like doing them. But it's such a little goldmine there, weddings, that people really should uh, get it right. And um, it can be a, Absolutely. a real bulk of your, of your year. I'm sat in a house today, Elliot. I'm sat on a nice sofa. Are you? Are you in a disabled toilet somewhere, or are <laughs> no, you in, you... sat in the sat in my living room? It's great, yeah. <laughs> and you're up in Edinburgh, are you? Up in Edinburgh for snow, yeah. But it, in a few weeks' time, you'll be in Glasgow for the Scottish Association of Magical Societies convention. Um, yes. Before we get into the convention, tell us about the the association itself. So basically, uh, Sam's. For a shorter name, um, has been running for well, this will be the the sixty eighth year, um, of the convention. Uh, sorry, no, yeah, sixty eighth year, get that right. And um, yeah, so if Sam's was basically the main body of um of the different magical societies in Scotland. So you've got seven or eight societies up here, um, in Scotland that all used to look up to this main one, Sam's, and Sam's used to organise lecturers because all the other clubs were the smaller clubs at this point um who couldn't afford lecturers back then so sam's used to pay for them 
and magicians would go along to the, the lectures. And then basically all the, the Scottish clubs sort of started doing their own thing and sort of outgrew Sam's. But Sam's always did the convention every year, which was it's a great it's a great um, point of the year because you get to see magicians that you don't usually see um, from all over Scotland and also the UK. We get people coming from all over the place. Um, so yeah, so this year, um, it's every year there's a new president. And this year it's been myself. So I've been organising the convention along with my committee um, who've been helping as well, which has been good fun. And yeah, so we've got, uh, I'm basically the, I think I'm the second youngest president um, in the history of it. And I thought I'll come in and I'll make a, a few changes to try and bring it up to the 21st century a bit. Um, so yeah, we've got four lecturers this year. Um, usually we have three, so I've bumped it up. Uh, so we've got Lawrence Turner from the Green Tea. Uh, he's actually doing a, a balloon lecture, which will be quite interesting, um, as well as a rough and smooth workshop. Uh, we've got Roddy McGee, a Scottish magician, um, who works for Penguin Magic now, so very creative guy. He's doing a lecture. Uh, we've got Steve Rowe uh, from the Gimmick King, uh, Lots of people know Steve, so we've got him lecturing as well, which would be great. It's his only his second time lecturing in Scotland. And we've also got Mark James lecturing as well, um, who's one of my favourite magicians. So be a really good convention. We've also got a big gala show, gala dinner on the, the Saturday night, um, which would be really good fun. We've got uh, Fraser Stokes, who's a Scottish magician. He came second at the International Brotherhood of Magicians British Ring stage competition this year as well with a manipulation act called Hamish, which is really good. So I'm looking forward to seeing that again. Um, yeah, but loads of people and perform for the weekend. Let's separate uh, the, the gala show and, and the lectures uh, for the moment. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to know, as someone that has booked the lectures, what what do you look for in, in a lecturer when booking them for a magic convention? Um, so I knew that I've got all different, I basically have to try and cater for everyone that I think is coming to the convention. So I need to sort of know um, the sort of types of people that are coming, the sort of magic they're into. Um, so I've gone for sort of a real all-round convention. So I'm looking for people that are, that I personally want to see as well, a bit selfish. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that people that are going to go down well, so um, creative people and also sort of hands-on. I want people to basically come to a lecture and learn something, take something away from it instead of just sitting there going, oh, this is quite boring or oh, whatever. Um, I want, yeah, some someone that's sort of an all-rounder, so they're, uh, yeah... And talk to me then about the sort of structure of the convention. You know, is this this a full weekend of events? How's it look? Yeah, so we've uh, we kick off on the Friday evening, and on there we've got the we've got like a welcome welcoming, uh, and then we've got a, a one trick competition, um, which on the Friday evening, which is hosted by our vice president. Uh, George Spears at the moment so he's going to be hosting that and then we go into uh, the President show which is my show which is a, a late night cabaret show with all different acts which would be good fun and then on the Saturday it kicks off at 9 in the morning um, and we've got uh, three lectures that day and we've got uh, the competitions as well 
So we have a children's competition. Uh, we've got a stage competition, and then on the we've got a close-up competition on the Sunday as well. So we have people entering from all over Scotland that are uh, members of Sam's affiliated clubs uh, who can enter these competitions, and we've got a whole host of awards that are, are given out as well. Let's talk about those awards in a, in a minute. But before then, you mentioned the, the One Trick Show at the, at the beginning on the Friday. Uh, that doesn't sound like something I've seen around a lot. What's what's that look like? Yes, yeah, so that's something new that our Vice President George Spears has come in. So it's basically, it's uh, you basically got to get up on stage and just do one trick. Um, and then the most entertaining trick um, wins so it doesn't need to be the most fooling trick but it's just most entertaining one I think and, so, uh, and this is almost a, an open mic kind of free for all thing for, for anyone that's attending the convention yeah that's right sounds great and then looking into these competitions then is it a um, is, is this kind of an, an open competition as well or is this the sort of winners of, of society's all across Scotland that are coming together for one big competition. Who are the competitors in this? So, yeah, anybody that's a member of a Scottish club can enter. So, um, yeah, anybody really can enter, um, yeah, from any of the clubs. So they just, uh, I think we've reached all the limits for the, um, the amount of entries we've got now. So it's going to be good. But, yeah, sometimes the, the clubs and sometimes people that have, uh, one, their sort of club competitions can enter because um, they feel as if they've got a good chance of, of winning. Um, but then we do get just random people that have that think, okay, I've been working on this for a while and I'm just going to enter it. And it's a great platform as well. It's, it's a really good atmosphere. Everyone uh, helps each other out and stuff. And it's it's a friendly convention as well, friendly competitions. So it's it's good. And what what what's the specific title that people are competing for then? across um, these couple of um, competitions. So we've got the uh, Scottish um, Scottish Association of Magical Society's Stage Magician of the Year. Um, we've got uh, Scottish Close-Up Magician of the Year as well. Um, so these titles are pretty good titles to have. They're good for marketing as well. And I'm, I'm right in thinking you were the Scottish Close-Up Magician of the Year at one point. Yes. I've, so was that uh, one at this convention or was that one somewhere else? Yes, it was at this convention. So I won that uh, quite a few years ago now. Um, I also won uh, the stage competition as well. I've come second in the stage competition. I've come second in the close-up. I think I must have won about four or five different awards at Scottish Association of Magical Societies conventions over the years um, from my uh, performances there. But then, I mean, that was really the start. I'm, I've been a member of Four Valley Magic Circle. Um, that's where I first got into the magic. Um, and I won that club competition, and that gave me the confidence to then go ahead and enter the Sam's competitions. And after winning those, I then went down to the IBM British Ring, um, which was down in Southport at the end of last year, and won that close-up competition. So, yeah, I'm the current... IBM British Ring close-up champion at the moment. And what do you find winning these awards d- does for you then, Elliot? Um, it's it's quite interesting because obviously the, I'm used to performing at the Fringe and being quite artistic and stuff in the shows that I create. 
But when it comes to the competitions, you've literally got your you're up against a time limit, which I don't sort of agree with, <laughs> um, because I think magic should just be like you can create it and it should be as long as you want it to be. It could be two minutes, a two minute long piece, or it could be a an hour long fringe, or it could be a three hour performance. I don't think it should have barriers. So sort of, I like competitions, but then I don't like them as well. Um, I like. Um, I like the sort of pressure that you can get, um, the sort of nerves and stuff. That's when I'm most nervous usually is before a competition. <laughs> um, you put me on the biggest stage in the world and I probably would well, I'd be a bit nervous, but I'd probably be more nervous standing up in front of a room of magicians trying to perform. Um, yeah. Because I'm used to performing to the public quite a lot. Um, um, I remember at my IBM competition down there in Southport, when I went out there, I was throwing out all the, these great lines and stuff like that, and I was just getting nothing back from the audience because they sort of they've heard it all before and stuff. So that's quite it's quite an interesting audience to perform to in front of a room of magicians. And then looking at the convention again, then what else is in store across the the few days in Glasgow? So we've got because the the convention itself is right in the city centre, um, it's really easy to get to. So. Um, we've got lots going on in Glasgow itself, but for the main convention, we've got on the Saturday night, we've got a late night event, which is going to be hosted by Stephen Blair, and it'll be myself and George Spears, the vice president. Um, we're in sort of two teams, and we're up against each other in a sort of magical game show quiz. So I'm looking forward to that because um, that's one of the things that I don't really know what's what's going on because Stephen's been organising it, so it's that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be one of the highlights, I reckon. That's a Saturday night. Sounds like a lot of fun. And then the gala show, is is that on before that on the Saturday? or? Yeah, so that's just on before that. So in the gala show, it's we've got myself performing. We've got Mark James, who's comparing the whole thing. Um, we've got Professor Cogsworth performing. It's like bizarre magic. Uh, Fraser Stokes who's doing his Hamish manipulation act which should be fantastic to see and then we've also got a, a hula hooper um, called Volcanic Ash who is um, one of the top perf- uh, performers in Scotland hula hoopers and we've also got uh, a singer as well Mary McMahon who also helps me run the Edinburgh Magic Show Ah, so it's a full on variety show full on variety show yeah on Saturday evening and I noticed when looking online at the um, the kind of PDF that's on there that's got all the information and, and stuff like that, that food's included, Elliot. Yes, that's, that's one of the best parts. So if you register um, for the full convention, you get your Saturday Night Gala show as well. Um, dinner, it's uh, because we're in a venue this year. Um the food is in, incredible. It's going to be it's great. You get food and drink, wine included as well. So that's uh, it's it's very reasonable reasonable price for the convention itself. And so. you mentioned that um, obviously you wanted to kind of make a few changes when we started talking. And um, what were some of the other things that you kind of aimed to do this year to to make this convention fresh and different? So I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to sort of implement a few changes, but I also wanted to keep the sort of, um, the sort of values that Sam's has and has had. Um, I don't want to change too many things, but the one thing we used to have a close-up show, um, and so I've taken the close-up show out, um, 
and I've put in another lecture because I thought it'd be better to have people learning more um, because we do have quite a lot of performances throughout the weekend anyway. So I thought I'll put another lecture in. So that's one of the changes I've made. So we've got four lectures now instead of the three. Um, uh, we've, we've got this late night show as well, which I've added in. Um, and yeah, so it's... Uh, and also as well, having it in a venue in Glasgow City Centre, usually it's it's out um, it's in locations that are quite difficult to get to if you're if you're not driving um, or if you're not from Scotland itself. It's they're in the middle of nowhere. So um, I thought having it in a city centre, very easy to get to, lots of things going on as well around it. Um, yeah, so I thought this is the first year that we, we sort of changed it up. Um, Hopefully these sort of changes, people can look at them and go, oh, that'll be, be quite good. These things worked. Some of these things didn't work, but that's the only thing you do. Try it out and hopefully keep Sam's going for the future generation. So I'm trying to get younger magicians to come in as well and, and to, to be part of it. And then is there kind of dealers and stuff like that, Elliot, or, or not? Yes, we've got dealers as well. So we've got uh, Penguin Magic. We've got Magic Box coming up. We've got the Green Tea, we've got Gimmick King, we have, I'm going to miss them here, someone, but um, yeah, we've got we've got some dealers as well, all there as well, so throughout the weekend. Well, Penguin Magic and Magic Box are probably two of my favourite uh, people to go to for Magic, so uh, that's, that's great to kind of meet them, and I'm sure Penguin Magic are always releasing new things, and there'll be some, definitely some stuff that people haven't seen, lots of stuff to release in the space between now and Blackpool, so it's great to have them there. Yes, it's going to be great. And does this bleed into the Sunday as well then? Yeah, so it goes into the Sunday as well. So the Sunday morning we have the close-up competition, so that's always very well attended. There's lots of people watching that to see the sort of moves and shakers and Scottish magic. Everyone wants to win that title. Um, so we've got that on the, the Sunday morning. Um, what you find is you find the people that enter in that, close-up competition there uh, they always use a, usually have an early night on the Saturday night <laughs> um, so that they're fresh on the Sunday and then we have uh, Mark James lecturing on the Sunday afternoon and then we have uh, a sort of farewell lunch and that's when all the, the prize giving is or well, we have a lunch special lunch there um, and then we have the, the prize given and then we have the installation of the new president and his first lady so yeah, that's when I hand the chain over to the uh, new president. Super. So coming to the end of your duties, how have you found your your year as a magic president? Because uh, you're quite young to be doing it. Yeah, so you know, it's been interesting. Um, it's been interesting organising a convention, dealing with um, lots of people and getting everyone's opinions on different things as well. And it's been it's been very time consuming, but... I've enjoyed it. It's been. I've actually learned quite a lot from it. I've been um, learned a lot about how to run a magic convention. It can be very stressful at times, but hopefully, it'll, all those uh, it'll all be hopefully rewarded quite soon in a couple of weeks when the convention happens. And I would imagine there might be quite a lot of people listening to this uh, from outside of Scotland. I mean. I- certainly know a lot of our, our listeners are from outside of the UK as well. So Sam's might be a completely new thing uh, for people to hear about. What else does it kind of do throughout the year then? What what what, uh, what would it be looking to do post-convention? So 
yeah, so just um, throughout the year, Sam's we meet up and um, we organise different events and stuff as well. So there's been talk about in the future that Sam's will be running a show um, that they can uh, that will have sort of performers from every club in Scotland that will sort of be in this show. So that's something to look out for. Um, and yeah, just the convention itself, you can check out the website and um, yeah, there's the new convention for next year will be announced quite soon for where that's going to be. And yeah, it's, if you've never been to Scotland, it's a great excuse to come. You can come to the convention. The convention's usually a Friday to Sunday, but yeah, make a trip out of it. You can, it's usually got really good links. You can either fly into Edinburgh or Glasgow airport, and then that's you pretty much in the, the heart of Scotland and you can, yeah, view Scotland. And then uh, finally, then Elliot, is there is there anything else kind of on the convention you'd like to add? Um, no, registrations are, are still open. They'll be open all the way up until on the day itself. So if you do fancy a little trip up to Scotland, I mean, the train links are great. You can fly into Glasgow Airport, um, and then it's pretty much you're right there anyway. The, the registrations are pretty cheap as well for what you're getting. So yeah. Uh, if anyone has any questions on it, you can send me a message or send uh, Sam's uh, an email and we'll uh, sort you out. And the convention runs uh, from April the 26th to the 28th. You, you mentioned it's pretty cheap. I mean, tickets are under 100 quid. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for uh, if you're not a member of a Sam's affiliated uh, club, it's uh, for the full weekend registration, which includes the cabaret show and the meal on the Saturday night, it's £85. So you're getting four lectures, you're getting a show, you're getting the dinner, you're getting all these other shows, everything for uh, for only eighty five pounds. So it's it's pretty good. That's the most that's the most expensive one we've got, and it just goes down from there. So yeah, it's a it's a pretty cheap convention for high quality. And then finally, Elliot. Then um, looking ahead at, at your year personally, then what have you got lined up? I know you've just come back from the Perth World Festival um, on our episode with you you mentioned you were going to go out and, and do that um how was it for you this year uh, so this year it was a real learning curve again it was great to be back out there at fringe world in perth and uh, yeah it's great to see lots of performers again my show was very well received i received uh, two four and a half star reviews um which was really good a few four star reviews as well so um i was really happy with the show i came back and just being straight into a lot more corporate work weddings and also planning ahead for Edinburgh Fringe this year which I'm doing a show again at the Voodoo Rooms at half six so this year it's probably my most ambitious show yet it's called Magic in a Jiffy it's all about online shopping Jiffy bags eBay Amazon stuff like that so it's it's gonna be fun that sounds fun that's a very that's a good name that's a very fun name and um, just going back to Perth very quickly, what, what's magic like out there? Is there a lot of magicians going out, out and working that festival? Um, yeah, there seems to be a lot out there. Magic is it's very well received out there. Um, you've got this uh, quite famous magician out there, Matt Tarrant, who's won in all sorts of awards and grants and stuff. He's, and his show was absolutely fantastic. So there's a lot of local um, Australian magicians that are out there doing stuff as well and yeah there's lots of magicians from all over the world to be honest that are going out to Perth and then sort of doing the circuit they're doing uh, down to Adelaide as well uh, I know you guys did Adelaide this year didn't you? We did yeah good good, good festival um, 
nice and hot, weird at times, you know, it's very much a locals festival Adelaide, so uh, you kind of working continuously to the weekends because that's when it can get busy, could be a bit quiet in, in, in the middle of the week sometimes, um, but you know, we were we were chatting before and I suppose it's pretty, that's pretty good to be able to go out to Australia once a year, so we can't complain too much. Yeah, exactly, it's the climate is the thing that does it for me, it's, it's great to get out of Scotland in January, February time. <laughs> And then, you, well, you mentioned then getting out of Scotland. We've mentioned getting into Scotland for the convention, but if this convention is maybe a bit too soon for someone who's like, oh, I want to make my, my trip to Scotland now and see Scotland, the Edinburgh Fringe would be a great time to do it, surely. What would be your recommendation to someone visiting that as a, as a punter, as a fan, um, for the first time? Um, I would say plan ahead. Um, if, you're not, if you're not coming in August this year I'd, I'd, and you're thinking about coming next year, uh, I'd recommend booking your accommodation now for 2020 um, because the accommodation just gets snapped up so quickly. Um, when you do make it to Edinburgh, I'd recommend that you, uh, in your bag or rucksack that you carry around with you, carry a uh, suntan lotion and also a waterproof jacket because you uh, you never know when the weather's going to change. You can have all four seasons in, in an hour in Edinburgh. Um, but also just try and see as many shows as you can. Uh, there's a lot of free shows out there um, as well, which are fantastic. Pay what you want, and then also the ticketed ones as well. So yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's an amazing Edinburgh is an amazing place in August. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I always recommend people if there's if there's an act they've heard of or a big name they like watching on the panel shows, book that in as you as you your evening put that in as your nine o'clock show and then spend the rest of the day just going to stuff you haven't heard of go and watch the free shows take a chance on a guy that stood outside a dodgy pub saying my show's on in five minutes and stuff like that that's that's the heart and soul of the convention for me is is getting that mix between um shows you know shows you don't know exactly these are the stars of the future these performers you never know who they are awesome cheers elliot thank you very much thank you very much bye Thank you for listening to Talking Tricks with Cain and Abel. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast.